Good evening and welcome to tonight's chat. If you have just tuned in, grab yourself a cuppa or a nice drink so we can have a chill and a chat all about the pelvic floor. Now, if you think of any questions in the meantime, as I'm talking, please pop away in the comments. Tell me, tell me your questions. And if I can't answer straight away, I'll find out for you and I will answer. But hopefully um, it'll be something that I can answer straight away for you anyway. I hope you've had a lovely day. I feel like today's one of those days where, you know, it's been so, so crazily busy, like mad busy. And you just need to take a moment, pour yourself a brew, smell it and be like, soaking the aroma. Does anyone ever have one of those days? Trish, good evening. Fabulous question for next week, by the way. I hope I've given you a couple of ideas to be running with for now. We did our members Q&A today, which I absolutely love doing because we get to do a proper deep dive into everything. And the thing is, chances are, if you're thinking it, if you've got a question, somebody else's as well. Anna, hello. Welcome. Welcome to the pelvic floor chat, everybody. I've got this, um, because <laughs> we're currently living upstairs, right? We're having renovations done downstairs. I, I don't know where everything is. It's like kind of chaos apart from my little haven here and in the studio. <laughs> so this is sleep tea. I think it's just basically got chamomile in, chamomile. I don't know how to pronounce it. One of the two. <laughs> I went to France for a year for my year abroad and I feel like my pronunciation of some words is a little bit off. Um, like, bit weird, like random words like that. Linda, hello. Right, so let's get straight on with the chat all about your pelvic floor. So I'm actually going to use my hands here because what is the pelvic floor? So the pelvic floor, you can think of it as a hammock at the base of your core. So if you've got the top of your core being your diaphragm, so it's dome-shaped muscle, and the base of the core being your pelvic floor. It kind of goes from the front of the body and ties around the back of the body to your tailbone. Now, it is a hammock. It is holding everything in there. It is holding your bowel, your bladder, your uterus, everything in there. It's a really, really important muscle. And it is really, really important to be working your pelvic floor. And interesting stat for you. And let me know if you're part of this stat because I feel like I definitely was before I started teaching Pilates. One in four, one in four women work their pelvic floor muscles one in four so 75 percent of us who don't but should be and you might be thinking yeah Lorna, but i don't know how to do it and don't worry i'm gonna come on to that but first of all let me know if you're guilty hands up don't worry i've already admitted that i was hands up if you're guilty of being you know one of the 75 percent i'm very sorry i have this really weird piece of hair hanging up i did get very wet earlier when i went on a walk so you're just gonna have to ignore that for now <laughs> Let me know if you're guilty. Now, the reason why you may have a weak pelvic floor. So do you ever find that if you giggle or you cough that you, you just can't control maybe a little trickle of pee or you pick up something really heavy and maybe you can't control a little bit of wind and you feel really embarrassed by it. But do you know what? It's, it is normal. And there's also things you can do about it. So do you ever find you get that? Maybe. Or maybe you get uncontrollable wind or maybe a little bit incontinent, whatever it might be, that you feel like you might have a bit of a weak pelvic floor. So some of the reasons for this, some of them might stand out to you, some of them might not stand out to you. But one of the reasons is B12 
being pregnant and literally having the weight of a baby pushing down on that pelvic floor muscle can lead to a weakening pelvic floor if you don't, you know, if you don't work, if you don't do anything about it. Sam, Elizabeth, hello. Welcome in, welcome into the chat. So that's one reason. Another one might be through natural childbirth. Another one is if you get really, really ill and you have uncontrollable coughing, maybe if you have asthma, that could be another reason to weaken your pelvic floor. If you get seriously constipated, <laughs> that can be another reason of a pelvic floor weakening. Maybe if you've had surgery in that area as well, there are quite a lot of reasons for having a weak pelvic floor. Um, one other reason, which you may not have thought about really, is when we go through the menopause or perimenopause, we have a dip in estrogen. So estrogen is, is a hormone. Second C-section has really impacted on my pelvic floor. Yeah, Sam, C-sections too, surgery in that area. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope, I hope you feel like you're able to do things that to build it up. You should let, let me know what you've been advised to do as well. Uh, hopefully this will be useful. Hopefully this will be helpful for you. Um, so another reason, so due to that dip in estrogen, when you're going through the menopause, it can actually weaken your pelvic floor. How crazy is that? Like that is just one thing that you don't really think about much or I, or I never really appreciated as well. And the thing is, it can, it can feel embarrassing but it doesn't have to. It is completely and utterly normal. You are not alone. And there are things that you can be and should be doing to strengthen your pelvic floor. And I know a lot of people do say that, you know, when they feel like they've had that weakened pelvic floor, they feel a little bit embarrassed, maybe going to the gym and doing high impact classes. Hey, that is another reason for weak pelvic floor, by the way, doing high impact all the time. <laughs> just to let you know. So runners, or if you like doing all your tuck jumps all the time, yep, it, that can lead to it if you don't do exercises to strengthen it again, if you're just hammering and hammering and hammering that. Um, so <laughs> there are reasons why. And a lot of people who say, who do online actually do say, it, I actually feel comfortable in the comfort of my own home to strengthen my pelvic floor because I know that there's not anyone around and I know if I go to a class like in a gym or a leisure centre or whatever and I feel like oh I have a little mini accident I, you feel embarrassed about it but being in the comfort of your own home it's totally different and you you can you know you can work the strength of your pelvic floor in the comfort of your own home and not have to worry about anything like that but that's just that's just a little side note just an observation something that some members have actually told me which I yeah I can totally totally get and I like to think that our squads are a really, really lovely place as well, like a place of non-judgment. Uh, no one judges anybody at all. Like, just rock up in your pyjamas or whatever and come and do a class. It's really good. That's me, I have mega accidents. Oh, Anna, well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us because do you know what? You are not alone. You're really not alone. So thank you for being brave and sharing that. Really, really appreciate that. And um, what can you do? So Lorna, this is happening, what can I do? Now, it's not gonna be an overnight fix. This is something that you need to do and you need to implement moving forwards. So thing number one, and you may have heard about this, but you may not be doing it. So you may have heard of Kegel exercises. And this is the number one thing that NICE tell you to do as well, NICE, N-I-C-E. It's the National Institute of, is it, chemical excellence clinical no clinical national institute of clinical excellence they say their number one thing is to do kegel exercises 
oh, Anna, that was a biggest fear about coming to your face-to-face summer. Oh my gosh, you didn't even need to worry anyway at all. But you especially don't need to worry online because meh, no one even know anyway. And if, if you had to run off, no one would, no one bat an eyelid. You know, you just you just don't need to worry at all. Um, it's a safe space, isn't it? It really is so non-judgmental. And Lydia was saying that last week, actually, wasn't she? She said it's the most non-judgmental, lovely, supportive group ever, and I really, really think it is as well. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I keep getting really sidetracked, don't I? Nice, nice guidelines. They tell you the number one thing to do is Kegel exercises. So, what I'd like you to do, and try this now, and no one will know that you're doing this, by the way. Um, try stopping yourself from going for a pee. Try it right now. At the same time, stop yourself from going for a number two, a poop, at the same time. Can you feel the engagement of the muscles in your pelvic floor? Those hammock muscles engage. There's two different variations you can do with this. Fast and short and long and hold. So try them, vary them up. You want to try and aim to hold for about, to start off with, about three to five seconds. So doing that, stop yourself from going for a pee and a poop at the same time, hold for three to five seconds. Then when you've done that, relax. Do it again, three to five seconds. Aim for about eight to 10 repetitions and do three rounds. So do it eight to 10 times, Ooh, have a little moment, do it again, do it again. And really, the more you can do it, the better. But I would try and aim to do that like two or three times a day. And you can incorporate into your day. One thing that some people do is they download an app to remind them. Some people put a timer on their phone. Some people will do it when they're doing another activity, as in when they're brushing their teeth, or when the kettle is boiling, or when you're driving to do the school run, or wherever you're going in your car, that's your, right. Or when you're at the traffic lights, that's a, oh yeah, gotta do that, remember, yeah, great. It doesn't take very long. Just do that a few times. Another one is just doing short and fast ones. So as quickly and as hard as you can, you're zipping up essentially. So it's that lifting. Another way to describe it is imagine you are lifting a marble up. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird, a weird thought, isn't it? But it, it works. If you actually picture that and then try doing it, well, you definitely engage your pelvic floor muscles. So don't feel silly. No one will know you're doing it. Just figure out a time in your day where you're going to be like, uh-huh pelvic floor exercise time and vary it between the the ones where you're going to hold it do a few sets of those and then maybe the next time you do it later on the day or whatever then try some short contractions and that is a really effective way and still the number one way according to nice to work your pelvic floor and to strengthen your pelvic floor but there are other things that you can be doing as well Trudy hello Vicky hello welcome in so good to see you all uh, so there are other things you can do as well I would be focusing on improving the strength in the muscles around the pelvic floor too. The best, the best class you can do where you are definitely gonna hit those muscles, as in clams like your hip abductors, as in doing squats, working your glutes, working your core muscles, as in supporting your whole entire core. Your pelvic floor is a really important part of your core. As we've already said, it is the base of the core. It's holding everything in. Um, it's to do Pilates. It will work your all-round core and your all-round powerhouse. And one thing you can do when you're doing Pilates exercises is incorporate that, you know, those Kegel exercises, that lift from the pelvic floor as you're doing the Pilates exercises. So you take a breath in 
and exhale, lift through the pelvic floor. So you could even try it. So try it, breathe in through your nose, expand the ribs, lifting the diaphragm, and now exhale, lift through the pelvic floor. That is one thing you could do. So every time you do Pilates, try and do it there. Linda, I do those every day, three times a day, holding for 15 seconds. Hey, 15 seconds is great. Was under a bladder clinic for a year, a few years ago, nerve, etc. damage after a C-section, carrying a big baby, and now through the menopause. It really works, but if you miss it, after for a day, a day or two, it has a massive impact. Great advice. Linda, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so, so much. It's, it's so important to talk about this kind of thing. It, and it is a topic that a lot of people avoid. They might feel a little bit embarrassed about talking about it, but we shouldn't because it's completely and utterly natural. And so many people have trouble with pelvic floor, the weakness in the pelvic floor. And it's really important to have a strong pelvic floor, as we've said, so that we can control our bladder, so that we control our bladder movements, so that we have a stronger core, you actually have less back pain, and actually <clears throat> better sex. <laughs> hey, but it is true. It's one of those things. And it's so, so important, particularly as, as Linda said as well, you know, when you go through the menopause and it can actually worsen, we need to be doing things like this all the time. But Pilates is one as well. So you've got your Kegel exercises. Pilates is one that will really help to strengthen your all round core and the muscles that are all around your pelvic area. So I would definitely advise to do that if you can a couple of times a week, at least once a week, but I would try for a couple of times, even if it's a couple of short, short ones, um, you know, one at the beginning of the week, one at the end of the week, whenever you can fit it in. And the thing is with online, you can just fit it into your schedule whenever. You can do it while dinner's cooking or you can do it whenever suits you really. You could get up early and do it, do it in your lunch break, do it the weekend, tag it onto the end of a live class, all those kind of things. Hello, Jenny. Sam, I'm trying to close my abdominal separation so I can then start Pilates again. Yes. And I presume, Sam, they've given you specific exercises to help you do that. And that's really important. That like Pilates is actually a way to improve that abdominal separation, but there's certain exercises that you need to be focusing on and others that you want to kind of avoid. Um, Linda, your class has really helped too. Ah, oh, thanks, Linda. That's so good to hear. Thank you. Yeah, anything where you're going to be strengthening your core, and you're going to be strengthening the lower part of your body. So Bodycon um, that we do, which is our booty band class, another really, really great one for pelvic floor strengthening. Stronger, that's another one. So I would be prioritizing these into your week. So if you feel like you do have a weak pelvic floor, obviously, Sam, the exception being, you know, when you're doing your Pilates, doing exercise that you've been given, and I really hope that they're giving you exercises to follow. Um, yeah, and if, if you need any help with that, by the way, please do message me and I'll help as much as I can. Um, I, have, I have to say, I'm not a specialist, but I am level three pre and postnatal qualified. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer, and I will, I'll help and advise where I can. And on the things that I can't advise on, I'll tell you anyway. Uh, but anyway, side note, <laughs> um, yeah, but anything like that. So prioritizing Pilates, prioritizing doing stronger, prioritizing doing body con, and then those Kegel exercises. And that is a really effective way to improve the pelvic floor, floor strength. As I said at the very beginning, it's not an overnight fix. And as you said as well, Linda, you know, you miss a few days and then you really feel the, no feel the difference. You really start to notice. So it's about being consistent. And that's why I said with the Kegel exercises, just trying to incorporate into your day somehow, like when you brush your teeth. That's a dead simple one, isn't it? 
Um, or if you're going to forget, timer on your phone or download an app that will actually remind you. And if anyone does have any other tips that you want to share, please do because this is a safe place to share and I, I really, really do encourage that. But they're the main things I'd like you to focus on and don't get too bogged down with it and please feel free to, to share your experience as well as we've been doing today. I've really, really enjoyed this chat and thank you so much to everybody who's joined me live as well. And um, I hope that, I hope you found it useful. And as always, if you feel in a place where you're really, really struggling with this and you don't know what to do, you've tried doing these exercises, you've tried doing it for a while and actually it is affecting you and it's affecting your quality of life, you must go and speak to somebody. Go and speak to a medical professional because no one needs to feel stuck, no one needs to feel rubbish and there's always something that can be done, always. So please do make sure you go and speak to a medical professional if you feel like that. Anyway, that's all from me. If you think of any questions, please message me or pop it on this video here and I'll look back at it. I realise I made myself a brew and I haven't even... <laughs> I've been too busy talking, I've not even drunk it yet, so I'm going to drink my sleep tea. <laughs> and I will see you squaddies in the morning at either half past six or at half past nine. And I have to say, squaddies, the new membership, so if you didn't know, we're trialling a new membership I'm going to release in the new year where when you finish the six weeks, which is how everyone starts with us, because we don't want to throw you in at the deep end. We want to show you around and make sure you're okay and make sure you know, you know what we're all about. You understand our values, where everything is on the website, how we run stuff. So you start with the six weeks and then after then you join our inner circle, which is our ongoing squaddy membership, our fitness family. And I wanted to provide that extra level of accountability and motivation and that small, like the small group training. If you want to be part of an inner, inner circle, if you like, almost as another option, like a top up if you want it. So we're doing a trial and we're doing a trial towards Christmas because I feel like this is a time actually when you really do need that bit of extra support with health, fitness and nutrition. You know, when the routine is just completely out and there's so many occasions where there's going to be different foods and different temptations and what should you do here how do I navigate this time it's actually a time when you really do need the support so we're trying it I released it last night and we've got one place left we've nearly sold out in 24 hours oh my goodness so all being well this will be a new option for the new year as well Trish thank you Lorna very interesting good I'm pleased I'm pleased you found it interesting hopefully really insightful Claire, hello, welcome. So we're just wrapping this up, but if you have just joined the live right now, as soon as I click finish and Facebook does its buffering thing, you'll be able to go back to the beginning and watch this from the beginning and get loads of tips all about the pelvic floor and how to improve your pelvic floor strength. Anyway, thank you ever so much for joining me. Enjoy your brews, <laughs> have a nice dinner tonight, and I'll see you in the morning, squaddies. Bye.